You are now tuned in to Owen's Exhibit. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we have a very special episode. I'm here with Hit Kid. So hey kid, can you introduce yourself? Tell the people a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm he, I'm gonna say I'm South Memphis. <laughs> oh, he kid, I'm from South Memphis. You know what I'm saying? Running for president. I can't really run for president. I ain't 35 yet. But you know, we in New York working. Dope. All right, now we're gonna get into the icebreaker section. So, just fire off uh, the answers that come to your mind as soon as I let you know what the questions are. Right. So if you weren't a music producer, what would you be doing? Teacher. Who is somebody that has provided you valuable guidance? Metro. Booming. Outside of my dad. I was going to say my dad, but it's a given. All right. Name dropping. All right. What is something that's overrated? Half-fashion clothes. Half-fashion clothes. Why do you say that? I ain't got to pay out that much to dress. To be fashionable. What's your favorite brand to wear? Really not a brand. Just I just wear uh, Goodwill clothes. All right. What's the best side dish? Beans. Big bag of beans. Shout out Rocket John. What artists are on your go-to playlist? Flows. Uh, flows. <laughs> flows and Duke. <laughs> What's something you do that most people wouldn't know? I play Ultimate Frisbee. <laughs> I'm a real Ultimate Frisbee player. Last one. What's your favorite moment from today? Knowing how much we did throughout the week. Dope. Now we're going to get into the real intense questions. So, you know, mm-hmm. think through your answers and just give it your best shot. You know, let us know a little bit about yourself and where you come from. So the first one is, where do you think your story really begins? Probably really at the womb, because my dad did music, so I was born into the studio, and it kind of, that being around it, all, everything he was doing at the time, kind of played a role into what I'm doing now and how I am now. So really, probably like when I was like two or three, maybe, really three, probably most likely two, because I got pictures to prove that, but yeah, around that time. What were you doing at the age of two? I was trying to teach myself how to record on the piano, in a in a uh, the tape player, like I had a piano playing a song, and press record on the stereo, and rap like that. Yeah. All right. So, so what do you consider your biggest accomplishment as a producer so far? My perspective is like you, what you feel like is a general. Interpret it how you want. Uh, being able to help people around me get better. And how would you describe the tracks that you produce? Gangsta, Off the Wall. This it. <laughs> Gangsta, Off the Wall. Because I might pop out with an R&B song that sound like me. <laughs> what motivates you to keep creating? My family. Especially my son. Yeah. Because he don't realize it's like he, he not, he not, uh, what's the word, start to see? Yeah, he not conscious of everything. He not quite conscious of everything yet. Okay. And you want to provide for them? You want to set a good example for them? What's the main reason? 
Well, set an example. I always. Yeah. This with everybody, everything around me, I want to set an example. What type of artists do you like working with? The ones who like to listen. So if we not don't have like the same type of sound, we if you if we if I uh, if you able to listen to me enough, and I'm able to listen to you enough. We can at least compromise and get some work done. So it's really like the person we easy to listen to. But as far as like workflow and sound wise, then there'll be somebody who like kind of crunk, got high energy. Yeah. And don't mind taking criticism. Okay. And do you also like receiving criticism? Yeah, got to. Yeah. I ain't know. I don't want nobody around me to go let me go backwards. I yeah. need, we need that. Everybody needs that. You need that. <laughs> Can you think of some moments in particular where you've learned a lot from other people? Mm, just being, uh, probably like ASAP Rocky, maybe. Just uh, kind of said, like him being at such a high level of, of artist and him still being down to earth and being in the process of watching it work. Like, like, dang, okay, I see that I can be doing this too. Or he helped me change my perspective. Like, it'll probably be like Rocky. Juicy J and Metro, those like my top three people that I've been around and been able to work with where they made me feel like I can be inspired to learn new stuff and be able to take criticism with. Yeah. And what do you think put them in the position to learn that much or why do you think they have consumed all this knowledge? They were willing to listen. Listen, man. They were willing to listen and just based off experiences too. Yeah. It ain't a bad this yeah. made this uh, this a a chunk of how you kind of get that experience to be able to teach other people around you. Like Jason J being in the business for 30, 40 years, he able to do that because he he got he went through so much. Like he know he just know enough information to tell other people about it. You don't tell everybody, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. What is something you want to teach other people or what message would you have for other people? Maybe wanting to get into producing or just, you know, young creatives in general. Do what you feel like is creative for you at the time. So don't feel like, uh, don't feel like you have to stay to one path. Yeah. Like this feel, if you feel cool about doing, do it. Ain't nobody try it. Yeah. Just try it. It's cool. When did you know that producing was your path or is it? Uh, something that you feel like is your calling? I guess getting the best out of every situation or getting the best out of anything, whether it's people or situation. I think that's it. That's how I can. This this really is. I just leave it at that because it's like, sometimes I be thinking it just be the people I can get the best out of, but also the situation because I'm what you call stoic. And I'm able to like handle the situation without like being really emotional. And that's why I say situations and people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So do you think producing is your calling and that's something you're going to do mm -hmm. for longevity? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm born, like I said, I was born into it. Like in my, like I can't not do it. My son is, has a lot of rhythm at one year old. Okay. A lot of rhythm. Yeah. And do you want him to follow the same? He can do whatever he want to do. I'm going to be right behind him. <laughs> yeah. We'll be you be right happy, though, if he... Yeah, yeah, of course. I ain't going to be hard on... Like, I'm not going to get myself into it unless he want me there. I'm yeah. going to be there as a father, but, like, as a producer, an experienced producer, 
you know, I would give him the room to learn. Like, I just can't hop in and here you go. So it's silver spoon. Yeah. He got to, he got to learn. He got to get them experiences because this go help as he get older. Like, he right. learn a little better when he get older. Yeah. As he get older. Yeah. Definitely have that well-rounded mindset. Mm-hmm. And then when he makes the decision to do it, you're more than willing to step in and show him the, the route. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's dope. And what do you think sets you apart from other producers? Enough to show the one the same answer. Really, I just help other people around me get better. And um, well, I know how to coach depending on who I'm dealing with. So I might be dealing with uh, this artist. I this I, I said I got two artists. I can't talk to this artist how I talk to this artist. So I'm really good at knowing like where I'm at with people. Yeah, I, you know. Just controlling, controlling the role, you know, controlling, controlling the role, really. That was producers supposed to do. A lot of them don't do it. They just sit there and make beats. So they're not producers, they're just a beat maker. Yeah. <laughs> so you really enjoy the collaboration of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be really fun. Especially like the, the beginning part, the beginning part of when you're trying to work together and you don't really know what's going on, but you know y'all working and then you really feel feel it later on in the session like uh we f- we we catching the momentum then it just really feels good to me. Yeah. Can you take me through the process of how something like this would even work if an artist wanted to work with you or how does that get yeah. initiated? For example like Cleo uh Cleo, she came here early. Like it was our first time being to work together. It was our uh this this was our second time meeting though, but we never worked together. So us trying to meet in the middle and compromise with each other how we was going to work because she might work a certain way, I work a certain way, but, you know, it's kind of started off slow. Then I was able to see how I could talk to her to be able to help her take what I'm saying, and she was able to do that. Now I know how I can approach her, and now the, the session get easier. Then she kind of catching her vibe, and, and now you're rolling. Yeah. yeah. As you go, you start to create that connection and really understand how that person works. Yeah, you really into it, you'll really feel it like yeah. It's a feeling. Most of the stuff is about like feeling, like you'll feel it. Yeah. When do you think you're most creative? What moments are you most creative? Mm. What moment? Dang, that's a good one. Uh ooh, what moment am I most creative? After, probably after I take a break, I believe. I I think that's the most inspired, but when I'm most creative, when I'm not thinking about nothing, I just get to doing it. And I'm like, this trash song. Yeah. You go through some different sound, go walk outside, come back in, be with my son. Whether I be with my son or something all day or be with my family, then I just go to, go to, go to the room and start working. Just like, dang, I done did and I cleaned up, went out with my family, did this, did that, have some grown folks bed, then go go make music. I didn't this I had an experience before this, so Yeah. Uh, it's like if I go out and do stuff, I just I just get a sense of inspiration. I get it. You have these grooves in your life that mm-hmm. you get into and then you know, you just appreciate that time when you get to be alone doing your own work and really building off of that. Yeah, that's it. They go back to say they're still feeling. <laughs> yeah. What impact does coming from Memphis have on your career? A whole lot. I don't really know how to explain it. It's just a, 
uh, uh, seven sense. Like you just get just being from Memphis, like you just have a different edge than a lot of people. It's just a certain like feeling. <laughs> yeah. Who are you like working with out of Memphis? Love my friend Cocash. Everybody you see here, as far as like artists, well, everybody in general, but when it comes to artists, uh, Cocash, Duke Deuce, anybody you can see me work with in Memphis, that's what I like to work with. <laughs> yeah. Because I work with who I want to work with. And why do you think? You know, you have such a strong connection to these people. What makes you want to come back to working it with them? Is it because you feel like coming from this city, you have to lift these people up, or what is it? Do you think a little bit of both? And people like working with me because most likely my personality, and then also me being an open person. Like you know, you want somebody with a name like how I have, like as of now, based on what I've been doing, what I what I did. Like it's cool to be working with with somebody like that. That's also a good person too and this this is one of the main things for sure yeah what do you want audiences to experience from your work don't want you to feel like you there or you was like you was there doing what was making it or it make you it take you to a place where you can see yourself in like you're a song that sound like you out of space i want you to feel like you out of space i want you to create a visual in your head as you listen to the music if you're not watching the video but as you're watching the video, you need to feel like you're there right now. Yeah, you produced the video, is that right? Yeah, I uh, direct, uh, direct and produced a lot of videos, like uh, Shibuya and Elf and Elf, um, Set the Tone 1, Set the Tone 2, and really in the, in the other videos, like me and my partners come up with this outside. We just, I just make, sometimes I make songs just because I want to do a video to it. Yeah? Include my own. Yeah. That's dope. And does the visual just come to your mind like you're imagining things and you decide, oh, okay, we got to make a song to this? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I read a lot of stuff I only do because I, I see it. I don't really like doing stuff I don't see. Yeah, I can't see. I, if, like when it comes to a song, if I, hear, if I do like two, three instruments in the beat, that's enough for me to put together the whole video. The beat now ain't finished. I already finished the beat, finished the song, whoever I feel like it be on it, finish the video. I feel like, the whole concept was already done in my mind. Yeah. So are you coming up with these imaginations when you're in the studio just working and then you like, it strikes a nerve in you and you start yeah. to visualize it? Yeah. Okay. Like I was literally sitting at this meeting yesterday and I was coming up with videos as I'm playing the music. Like even though I already heard the songs a few times, but as I'm in a different setting, different environment, I'm able to like have these thoughts like all the time in my head. Like I already went through the whole video. As I'm listening to the song, as I'm playing it for them, I'm directing the video in my head. Yeah. What's one of your favorite videos that you produced? Uh, it had to be um, Shibuya because it kind of took a little. It took a little more to get it done because we had to get insurance. I ain't know nothing about none of this stuff. I'm just like, can we just get the place to shoot the video? Because we did it at school. Uh, I put together a team of people that never really work with each other. You know, they were familiar, but they didn't work with each other. We had uh, stylists. I had got the Airbnb put together, the Airbnb ran it. Hey, you know, the truck, like how everything was just put together, how I was able to put the team together. Ain't no, it wasn't no hiccups except like we just kind of ran short on time, but we, I was able to improvise, you know, with it. And then some of the camera didn't work. I think the monitor a little bit was off, you know, the improvision with it. Um, 
yeah, it was it was cool. And then shooting the video, I mean, editing the video when we got back. And so I was co-editing it because I, I don't really click. I can edit, I can actually edit myself, but not how I really want to see it and be able to be on Discord and get that done. It was pretty cool. Damn, well, it seems like you should have said that was also your advantage, the fact that, you know, you have this creative ability to produce everything from the music and the beat all the way through to the visuals. Yeah. You know, there's not too many people doing that, right? Nah, it's only, it's only a handful of people doing that, so I'm trying to make it look incredible as possible like i know that i see that people like that i do that so now let me make it look way better now like yeah because I, I that's why i haven't really did a video uh, another dropped the visual yet um this and then this other one i did with clay cruz perry the third in my homie <clears throat> we did it again we put the uh the video we had called 30 minutes right we did that a few years ago with the vast kids rocks like, I, location scout, I was like, bro, I don't really know who can get in there. We drove there, did that video. I had shot some of the scene, went back to Memphis that same day, finished it, and put it out the next day. Then a few years later, boom, we'll do 60 minutes. It's part two of 30 minutes. And we took the concept of 30 minutes, mixed it with the Matrix because how the song was, and put it together for me looking at the cutter grade from the actual Matrix movie, and then to it to the costume, not the co well, yeah, to the wardrobe. I actually went to go get the replica glasses from the movie. Yeah, it cost me like two hundred dollars just to get one pair of shades, and uh, put that together. Got like little props. This is my first time trying to put some props together and make it look aesthetically pleasing. Then editing the video too was pretty cool. We found the little spot with the Matrix in the background. It was falling down from the sky. So those like those two videos was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, you were really dedicated to that. Yeah. Going all out for it. Yeah. And still got the shades. That was uh Yeah, they somewhere after that yeah. I draw. But that came out of my pocket. Just I just because I wanted to put together a video. So all this stuff coming out of my pocket, but you know, it's just how dedicated I am. Yeah. Well, I mean, saying for myself, I have like a small discography, but like for someone like you, you've been working all this time. Do you enjoy going back and looking at these things of that you've created? Yeah, I don't really realize it until I get to being around people, and then, like, I don't really like showing my like going and showing my stuff. That sometimes be, it, it might be feel like I'm <clears throat> trying to one up on somebody or boast, and there I don't really be, I don't really do that. So. If I don't really go back on it until I get around people like I ain't never been around before or haven't just showed my work as a whole to them, then I get a show and I'm like, dang, I, I actually did. Like, and then they'll be looking at me like, bro, you did it? I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, this is probably like a repetitive question, but I just want to know, why do you love what you do? It feel, it just, it just feel good. I like making music. I like listening to it. <clears throat> It's just aesthetically pleasing. Like, I used to love riding the bus just so I could listen to my beats. Like, I had to ride the city bus, and I just, like, listen to my beats. When I used to write leads, I would always have my headphones just so I could listen to my beats on the MP3. Damn. <laughs> just so I could just, it, like, it just, I just love listening to beats. And that's how I end up really, really, like, starting to bed to make my own beats because I would listen to people on, like, the producers and stuff. It was coming around the time. I'm like, I think I can. They made me confident enough to really, really get to making my own beats. And it's just fun, dude. It's just 
feel this in my body, my soul, to listen to music and make it. Yeah. So I'm I'm trying to get a better understanding of that process. You said there was producers that you were around and you kind of started. No, I was. It was the producers I would listen to. Yeah. On, on SoundClick. <laughs> And we'll just sit there and listen to the beats like all day. Like I downloaded this before I even really thought to go get in my own computer and make beats. My dad was making beats in the house. And I asked him from time to time, but I always had like my little piano and I just played like the little beats on there. But uh yeah, produced like Vibe, Superstar O, Johnny Juniano, and I love familiar with me now, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> That's sick. So on SoundClick you would just pull some beats off of there and listen to them, just no, might have been like no nah. it, Yeah, no, it's just straight beats. Like I just download it, and just listen to it. Yeah, cause it just sounds cool, and uh, I go on like the top beats or something like that, or I get really digging in deep and just find the beats I, I like with low downloads. Yeah, it was like I was on this before anybody else was. And then, how did you get into kind of making this a career? I don't know, it still just flashed. I was just making beats over his house in the front yard. And now we're here. It's crazy. Uh, I don't know. It's crazy. Ooh, that's a good one. This is just like a whole little blur. Like, I literally remember a gray stereo in front of his house. And we got the CD and we playing our beats like, I go make beats and I get get up the next morning and go to his house and play the beats. Like, man, yeah, these are hard. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. It definitely sounds like you were proud of what you were creating at that time. And Oh, yeah. I want to ask, what's been a moment where you were really, you know, captivated by it or, like, surprised? Has there been an interaction that you've had maybe with someone that's looked up to you or, like, when's a time that you remember really feeling a lot of gratitude for the position that you're in. Mm. Uh, probably either meeting Drake or being those, no, uh, meeting Drake was one, uh, going to CMG badge at the FNF drop and seeing the crowd reacted to FNF in Memphis, like, this is crazy. Uh, going and hearing my name at the Grammys, <laughs> you know, for the nomination call. Uh, yeah, this is my top one. Out the same day moments for sure. What do you want to be known for? Yeah, but getting the best out of people. That's it, really. That's it. Yeah. What's your What's the goal? Where are you moving? Like, what's the journey? What's the destination, really? To tell a story with each phase that I want to do for, like, each project. Like, um, you know how Kanye is one person. Like, he has this look he is for an album. Then he has another look. Like, I want to be able to tell that type of story through my music or through whatever I'm doing and make it interesting. Uh, I see you have a lot of tattoos on you. Is there one that's you know, more meaningful or something that's really significant to you? I have to really pay attention. Uh, not, 
I mean, this this one right here, me and my wife got it. I got the king, she got the queen. Alma has his own like like value. I got a, I just got a tattoo, my latest tattoo on the back of my neck. I got a power button. <laughs> you got a power button? Yeah. What made you get that? I, just, I always have power. <laughs> I never run out of energy. That's sick. We're kind of rounding out the questions now, but honestly, I really want to know like what's on your mind and what it is that keeps you creating and motivated the most. What's something that you want to speak on? Um, what motivates me the most? Seeing that, being able to see my progression I had to sometimes step back and see what's going on, and and really be like, "Oh, dang, I really, I'm really doing this." And uh, dang, I forgot what was the second part. I want to know what's on your mind. Is there anything that you've been going through in your life that you're really trying to figure out? Not even more now. Not more. Everything is pretty crystal clear. You've got the vision in your mind. Yeah, you got to execute it now. Like I see everything. <clears throat> I was just one no cake wall, but. I had to regroup a whole lot of times and myself and be like, hey, this is, this, that, this, that. And I made some tough, like, choices, you know, when it comes to, uh, might have to go out, like, I got the studio session. My son got to do this. Son, something happened, somebody gets sick. Um, got to two events at one time. You got to choose one. And you ain't trying to hurt nobody's feelings, like, all that. Just adding the building up to, like, what, you know, at this point, so. Yeah. So what is the vision? Just telling the story through each phase. Whatever I'm doing at the moment, tell that. Show people that you can do this and ain't got to worry about what nobody else doing. You can do whatever you want to. Honestly, no, not trying to be cliche, but you can do whatever you want to do. Yeah. You don't have any set goals, though? I own a lot of businesses. Was uh, Camp South the first business? That- yeah, it's missing. Yeah, kind of intangible. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I just got a new. Uh, I'm starting a new business. It's a detailing business, and then uh, it's pretty cool. It's like it's gonna start out pretty cool. I like I, I, I see it. It's pretty cool. Uh, and then I got the cigar business with my. I mean, janitorial business with my dad. And then we finna do cigars too. I always smoke cigars, but you know, my dad wanted me to be with him. He got a cigar named after me and my son. I definitely wouldn't have known these things about you. So I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with me and share a little bit about your story. Is there anything else you think you you got on your mind you want to get off? Pick you for president. All right. <laughs> well, dope. Thanks so much. Another cloud. <laughs>